Hi, I'm Helena. And I'm Peter. And today we're doing my history. What? Renaissance. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't know. What is this? My history homework. <laughs> this isn't your history homework. This is a special premiere edition of... Renaissance! No, come history. on. History? Uh... London history? No. It, what, what are we calling this? London Renaissance. No, come on. What is History this? London. London history. What is this podcast called? The Renaissance. <laughs> this is Helena's History Podcast. Okay, that's not going in. <laughs> it's definitely going in. No! No, take it out! <laughs> Today we're going to five different places... And learning about five different people that you'll hear more about later. Hi, it's Helena, and we're going on a trip to London to explore the Renaissance. Our first destination is Old Chelsea Church. At the moment, we're on the train heading there. I'm standing on Battersea Bridge looking at Chelsea Old Church, where Thomas More made a private chapel. Yes. All right. What do you think about it? It's very stunning. Why? It's got great structure. Okay. Oh, and look, a cormorant. Oh, yes. <laughs> okay. We're standing here with Thomas More. Um, with? Yes. No, well, here. his sculpture's here. Yes. Okay, okay. fine. Um, outside Old Chelsea Church. Yep. Um, he lives here in... 1520. Where's here? Um, in Chelsea. Okay. Yes, yes, in Chelsea. Okay. Um, he was. Um, he was knighted in 1521. Okay. And then became Speaker of the House of Commons. But um, and why was he? Why do you think he became Speaker of the House of Commons? Because, um, he. Enters Henry VIII's service as a speaker, a speechwriter, ah, okay. interpreter, and advisor. Okay, so he was kind of a thinker during the the Renaissance. Yes. And okay, thinker. now, um, so he built this chapel here, and uh, we want to go inside and take a look, but we can't right now. And why is that? That's a funeral. No, gosh. Okay, so we're gonna have to we're gonna have to How's go that? in and. Should we explore a little bit around the church, maybe? Yes. Okay. So what do we know about this church? Well, it was demolished. Demolished? I don't know if well, that's fair. yes. What happened? Um, it was... Blown up. Yes. In, so in demolished. Demolished, yeah, in 1941. And then rebuilt. Yeah, and then rebuilt. So we'll, we'll take some photos, we'll look around, and maybe we can, we can go in and see his chapel. What do you think? Yeah. Okay. But did you know, originally... Mm. Yeah. Here... It, where's was here? out at well in Chelsea. Yeah. Was outside of London. Yes. And okay. London's just around the corner. I know. So that's that's very crazy. So okay, so let's just read a little bit more. So he rebuilt one of the chapels of the old church when he moved to Chelsea, and he was very devout. And how did that? How did him being devout get him in trouble? Um. He when. When Henry. What when did, Henry. Uh, Decides to divorce. Oh, okay. With pro Rome. Yeah. He refused. Okay. Well, Thomas More refused. Yeah. And got executed. Ah, there you go. So, so 
consequences to what? What would you call the, maybe the original? Stubbornness. Stubbornness. No, but it was the original Brexit, wasn't it? I guess, yeah. Okay. All right. Let's go and see if we can explore more. Now we are on the bus going towards the science museum where we're going to see the telescope, one of the replicas of the telescope made by Galileo. Okay. We're in the science museum looking at Galileo's telescope. Well, is it the original? It was well, a replica. Oh, okay. Second replica. Um, so describe it to me. Come it's on. made out of leather. Ooh. It's four foot, three to quarter of an inch, yeah. with a toddled leather tube and magnification of 14. Only 14, wow. Okay. C close complete, closed complete with lens. Okay, so it just means that there's, that, that means, you know, some telescopes, they use a reflection, but this is just complete lenses, one after the other after the other, to magnify. So what did he use it to observe? The sun, and how it, um, he realized there were spots on the sun, Ooh. called sunspots, and some of them are bigger than Earth. Wow, that's really cool. Now, and, um, so Galileo did all of this, and then what did he do with this information when he observed the sun and the planets? He wrote a famous treatise, which is difficult to pronounce. Now, what is it called? It's called. Where is it? Um, it's it's there. Sidorus the Nuncius, which describes all of the sights in the sky. And how did he get in? Tr why did he get in trouble for that? He got in trouble by the church because he thought the um, the sun was in the middle of the universe. He was right. Yeah, but he. He got told off. Yeah, he got told off, and he was Not put on him. house arrest, and they had to recant a lot of this information. Catholic Church strikes again. So when did this all yeah. happen? This happened in the 16th century. No, 17th century, in 1610. Oh, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, um, yeah. Cool. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, anything else we want to talk about? Um, what do we think about it? Look at it. Let's look at it a little bit. Can we well, actually see it, into it? It, it looks very long. In? Oh, you can see through it. Okay. Oh, we're looking through the big end right now. Okay, so everything and looks small. So that doesn't work. Everything's very, very small. Okay. Like it's minuscule. Okay, should we go around the other side then? Let's, Let's go, go around. Oh. Okay. Let's look in. I can't see. It's the tiniest dot. Yeah. Maybe that's just because that woman's in the way. Nope. It's just a tiny, tiny dot. And despite how bad the magnification was, he was patient enough to observe all of the movements of the sun and the and the uh, the planets as well. Yeah. Very cool. Okay. Yeah. Now, uh, on to the next thing. Yeah. Okay. We are now at the V&A, but for Donatello. But one last thought on Galileo. Um. At the end of the exhibition, they were doing more modern versions of his work, including um, they were looking at the same sunspots as him, and but just using different techniques. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. But now we're in the V&A, searching for Donatello's marbles. Oh. Or, ooh, he's lost his marbles. No, that's that's a bad joke. That's a bad yeah. joke. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. So. 
Do you remember which way they told us to go? Um, no. What did um, he say? Through the arch, to the end, find some stairs, level two. Find so, some stairs. Find uh, some stairs! Stairs, all right. Let's go. So where are we? We are in Donatello's. Marbles? No, we're not. We're in the V&A. And we're learning about Donatello. Yes. Whose real name was... Do you want to say it or should I? You say it. I can't say that. Okay. Donato di Niccolo di Bettobardi. Yes. Okay. Donatello. So, anyway. So, um, what are we looking at He devised at right here? a way of carving into shallow relief called Relievo. Scratchicato. <laughs> or Squash Relief. Squash Relief. And so, what's amazing about this is that... Well, so, describe what we're looking at. What we're looking at here is oh. a scene... Okay. Of the Ascension with Christ giving the keys to St. Peter. So Oh, I see it now. Okay. okay. So there's so, so there's But it's all in marble, so there's no colour, there's nothing. Mm. It's all well there is something, but it's all in depth and carving of the marble yes. and the waves and You can still see it still has perspective, doesn't it? You so can you still can see, see depth. So there's trees in the distance. Yes. And but there's still stuff very close to us. Interesting. And so this was in, uh, this was probably in 1428. Oh, and there's very faint angels. Oh, yeah, up in the sky, yeah. So there's, there's even, even, so it's even kind of, uh, you can almost imagine brushstrokes, but it's all in marble. Yeah. Wow. It's very faint. So, and look, it's it, this gorgeous. was recorded in the Palazzo Medici. So the Medici's were very powerful people in, in uh, Rome at that time in 1492. It was wow. in Italy, in Florence. Yeah, so that was where Donatello did his work. So um, he worked with stone and bronze and some wood and clay. So why don't we look at one of those around the corner here? Okay, so what are we looking at here? Here, okay, what do you think? Um... Oh, I think it's this way. There you go. So, yeah, images of Christ. Okay, so yes. um, these images show Christ as a child, and they've got some that are in plaster. Some in wood. Some in wood up there, and then some in marble. And uh, some of these are kind of replicas of what Donatello did. But the he did a lot of them in Italy. Well, I think that's the only yeah, place they, he lived. Yeah, he only did them in Italy. Yeah. But um, some of them were in Florence, some were in Lombardy. 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 I can't say words. Mm. Um, so we, what's interesting is when we came through, we looked at older stuff. And what's the big difference between the older stuff that we looked at and this? It's not as detailed. Okay, it's not as detailed. And then also, what else? what are the other things that you notice as an artist? Um... There's more perspective, perhaps? And depth. And depth, okay. And here's another one where it's a squashed relief. This is relief. very interesting. Yeah, um, wow. This is the lam lamentation over the dead, dead Christ. Christ. Wow, look at those beards and all the folds of fabric. And it's still very, very shallow. Who do you think that bald fellow is in the back? <laughs> he looks <laughs> angry. He does look angry. He's not paying attention to. No. This one's done in Italy in Pad Padua. 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 Yeah, Padua's right. Um, it's the area just across from Venice. Cool. Oh, it's from a church of. 
Saint Trinita. 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 Cool. So, so Donatello developed all these techniques, um, and he had almost a school, didn't he? Yes. So, but and he lived to the ripe old age of eighty. Isn't that amazing? He's impressive, and especially in, at that time. Yeah, exactly. And uh, he lived in Padua. 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 Ooh, look at the glass. That's amazing. Oh, this is one that you're actually allowed to touch. This is made out of glass. It looks like a plate, a very fancy glass plate, yes. but it's got carving in. Yes, it's and he used stone. Yeah, so let's let's that, go around and look. Where's that iron? Uh, I don't know. Let's go around and look at the other side. So, it, it, oh, Helena. So this is by Donatello. Donatello. In 1450. Nice. And it's called a roundel. A roundel. And it's made out of bronze. Wow. Oh, and then it printed into the glass. Yeah. And made a fancy plate. Well, I think this this is just so you're allowed to touch it because you can't you touch can the really bronze. You can really feel the depth. Yeah. And all the scratching away. Wow. Oh yeah. But it's so smooth at the same time. Super cool. Okay. So, and uh, what do we have over here? Oh, this is all about perspective. So, you can see in this. He's, there's a lot of shadow. And, and there's a lot of shadow and depth. And what is this made out of? Wood? Yeah, it's all inlaid wood panels. Isn't that incredible? Yeah. Look at the detail. And then also look, there's a mechanical clock. So they're showing other forms of kind of science and technology at the same Didn't time. Didn't we see that in one of the other rooms? In yeah, the science so. museum? Yeah, we saw an old, old clock. When we were the, looking at Leonardo da Vinci. Mm, uh, not Leonardo. No, no. Mm. Galileo. That's it. Galileo Galilei. Wow. Look at that That's panel. That's very interesting. Yeah. And, you know, it's very difficult because this is a podcast to describe why it's interesting. So you're going to try. And so you're okay. going to describe in, in ten words why this panel is fascinating. Well, you, it's all in the lighting. Okay. Um, and he uses a lot of 3D. Okay. But it's interesting how it's wood. Mm-hmm. And... He's tried to make it look like the wood, the normal texture mm-hmm. of wood has gone into his painting. Oh, I see. Because in the cup, yes. the, like a wine cup, I think. Yes, a goblet, yes. Um, yeah. Oh, I think this is from a church because there's the cross, mm-hmm. the clock, mm-hmm. the Bible, mm-hmm. the bread yes. in a box, and the wine, the goblet cup. Very very well what observed. What do you think's in that wooden box? Oh, I don't know. Maybe candles? Oh, that's true. Mm. Yeah. But it's a single point of perspective, isn't it? And it, yes. and it looks like it's three-dimensional. And what's interesting is that this is a flat panel, but it looks as though it's a cupboard, which is also made out of wood. Yes. So it's a wooden cupboard made out of wood. In a flat panel. In a flat panel. Wow. Fascinating, isn't it? Yeah. Okay. But they also use stain very well. Oh, it's yeah. It's stained gorgeously. Is that a word? Um, well, I mean, it is for this purpose. Okay, so should we get a selfie in front of Donatello and then skip to the next place? Yes. Okay. Let's go to Donatello. We're going to the National Gallery to see some Renaissance paintings. We're on the tube at the moment. Very loud. Yeah. <laughs> and we're making friends. <laughs> we have... Where are we? 
we're in the V&A. No, we're um, not. No, we're in the National Gallery. Yes. We're here for Titian and... Artemisia. Danisi. And we're here. She is beautiful. Is she? Well, actually, I think we're looking for that one with the loot. Where's the loot? Huh? It's not here. Is it not? No, because, because that is, it's closing in a few days. Yeah. So they're taking away the art. Let's see. What, I'm, what I was, what I wanted to see is this one, yeah. which is Judith's killing of Holofernes. Oh my God, that's actually really scary. I know. Doesn't that look scary? So, so why did we choose Artemisia Gentilici? Um, because there were no women on the sheet. Yeah, well, there were no women on the sheet, so that was sad. Yes. So let's just talk a little bit about her. So she's uh, the most celebrated female painter of the 17th century. And Boom. look, look, and once again. Where did she work? Um, Italy. Rome. Yes, Rome, Florence, Venice, Naples, and London. Oh wow! So she actually came to London, which is which is uh, which is very different from all the others. Yeah. So um, except for um, uh, what's his name, the, the first man. Oh yes. Well, no, but he was he was born here. So, yeah. but this is an Italian Renaissance painter and a woman painter who came here. A woman. Yes. So what's what's um, so the painting that unfortunately has just been acquired, but it's not here yet, um, is this famous painting. It's Actually, it's in the Uffizi, oh. which is Judith beheading Holofernes, which is from the Old Testament, and is it actually in the Bi in the Catholic version of the Bible, in the New Testament? It's not in the Old Testament. It's in the New Testament, and what happens is Judith is um, sent a message by God to go and meet this general. Holofernes, who's this great general, general, and then she cuts his head off. So first she bedazzles him with her beauty, and you can see how she's, she's decorated in all these gorgeous clothes, and then she goes in and cuts his head off. Now the thing that's amazing about this painting is that the face of Holofernes yeah. is, it was Gentilisi's um, uh, enemy, because she uh, was assaulted by this man. And they actually went to trial, and he was found innocent because, guess what? In the time of the Renaissance, women and men weren't equal. Exactly. Dumb. I know. So, but so uh, in in 2020 there'll be a major exhibition on all of her work. So right now we're going to look at go her. women in power. It's a self-portrait of her as Saint Catherine. Oh, she's wearing the crown, but it's hidden. Oh yeah, so you can see the halo. First she's sanctified, and then see that wheel that's broken? Yeah. That was how uh, St. Catherine was killed. So often the way that the saints were killed is pictured in their, in their portraits. And so, um, so here it's the Catherine wheel. And so she was run, she What's was, the thing she's holding? It looks like she's holding a palm branch. Is that like palm or wheat? Oh no, it's palm. When was she killed? Maybe uh, that signifies it because that isn't like it could have been near Easter or something. Well, so so it was painted in 1615, 1617, and so what it says over there is that Saint Catherine defended the Christian faith before a bunch of uh, what it describes as pagan philosophers, but you know, pagan. whatever. Um, and so then she was bound to revolving wheels that forever were called Catherine wheels that had spikes on them, and she was killed that way. And so that's that 
kind of wheel in the background <laughs> with the iron specs. I know, ooh, how horrible is that? And so, um, and uh, it, it, you can see Artemisia, when she looks at it, she's looking at you, isn't she? It's very scary. It's she's very scary. Just stared right what at other you. detail do you notice? Well, her crown is covered, yes. which is a bit interesting. Okay. And um, I like, uh, is there like a frock over her face or something? Hmm. Because it looks like a veil. Yeah, it does look like a veil almost. Yeah. And then she's got the and the lovely kind of draped fabrics. And her sleeves are rolled up. And what what do you think about the light? It looks like you're looking into it very directly from mm. the lights where you stand. Mm -hmm. Oh, I see what you mean. Yeah. It's a, it seems to be kind of coming from over the shoulder. From her halo. Yeah, oh, almost, yeah. Wow. So, Artemisia, I mean, so you can imagine that... Um, so she painted a lot of female heroines at a time when most of the patrons of the arts were men. And, um, uh, you know, it's, um, uh, she, was, she was kind of admired at the time, but then, you know, later she was pretty much ignored and replaced by the likes of Titian, who we're going to go see next. But, um, well, we have to come back in 2020. She's a very masculine woman. How do you, what do you mean by that? She, she takes over her role as, like, she doesn't think of men and women. She thinks of just her. And do you see how the painting makes her look very strong? Yeah. The wheel is broken. The she's looking right at the paint, uh, right at the um, the observer. Isn't she looks she? very. She's not right weeping. On. She looks very yeah, very strong. Wow, pretty cool, huh? Yeah. Okay, so what's next? Titian. Okay, in room. Six. Titian in room six. Here we are in room six of the National Gallery in, with Titian's artwork. Okay, and so right now we're in front of the hunt. So what have we learned about Titian? So he was from Venice, so another Italian master. Most of them are Italian. Yeah, and uh, so he was, and he was very successful from the beginning of his career. So he was not one of those painters who starved and then found success. So people liked him and patronized his work, so paid for his work very early. Mm. So he's very famous for what? His color. Yeah. Because blue, he used a lot of it. And um, it was a very expensive color. Mm, okay. Um, so... Because it was hard to get that pigment. That's right. And so right now we're in front of a very famous painting, uh, which is about the hunt. Of so you wanna, do you uh, let's go and let's go and look a little bit closer at the. So. The hunt, no, the, the death, death of Acteon. So, it says as punishment for surprising the goddess Diana bathing, the hunter is killed. And look, the hunter. What? What's his head? It is. I think it's a an animal. I don't know which one. It looks like a deer, doesn't it? Yeah. And look, the uh, the goddess Diana is sicking her dogs on the hunter who's dressed as a deer. Wow. There's three dogs. No, there's more. Yeah, there's, there's four. There's four, four there's four. Wow. So what do you notice about the painting? 
it's very loose. Okay, what do you mean by loose? It's not it's detailed, but yeah. in a way the brush would make it. Okay. Yeah, so you can see the brush strokes. Yeah. And yeah, especially like in like it. this plant that's illuminated in the front, you can see that it's made out of almost single brush strokes. Yeah. It? That's interesting. I like the plant. Yeah. Oh, uh, the ivory growing up the tree. That's yeah, the nice. ivy. Oh, yeah. It's very, it's, it catches the light, doesn't yeah. it? Yeah. And then there's there's actually a figure in the background as well, isn't there? I think that's a horse. It does kind of look like a horse. Okay. Think. Let's look around at some other ones. You you spotted something earlier that you I really like. I like this one. There's three men and then three animals, okay. and it's called an anthology no, of prod- the an allegory of prudence. I can't say words. Okay, so prudence means like um, uh, goodness, or uh, kind of yeah. I don't know. It, usually, it's 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 expressed in like to people who don't do things that are sinful. It says that the, the paint, the three people faces represent the past, the present, and the future. Wow! And the animals are the wolf, the lion, and the dog, and they stand for prudence. Interesting. And then there's a Latin inscription. Okay, where's the Latin? Oh yeah, you can see yeah, it on the top. In, you want to read the Latin? I, I can't read. <laughs> okay. Um, it says, I don't know how to read that. It says, learning from yesterday, today's acts prudently, lest by his action he spoil tomorrow. He's not so, that smart. He just read it. <coughs> I guess I did. Okay. I don't speak Latin. That's true. Okay. Let's yeah. look around. Thank you very much for that. So, oh, this one's cool. Is that King Henry VIII? It does kind of look like King Henry VIII. No, it's a French. No, this is... Um, I don't know. This is a this is a gentleman from Venice or Verona. And he was an astronomer and a mathematician and a doctor. Nice. Giro, Giro, Giro he looks like La, King Henry. Fra, you Cato. struggled to say that. Oh uh, yeah. Sorry. This one has a lot of blue in. Oh, this it is does. nice. Is it trading? Well, this is. A oh no! It's a it's a um I think a soldier talking. To a man holding a coin well, yes, and pointing to the sky. Oh, and there's a, a wise man with glasses on yes. in the background. And so what this is, is this is a famous thing about Jesus being asked by the Pharisees if he would pay a tax to the Romans. And so they're giving, so it's a parable from the Bible. And, ah, uh, it's called the tribute money. The tribute money, that's right. So, and the, the famous quote from the Bible is, Render, therefore, unto Caesar things that are Caesar's, and unto God things that are God. And so it's the idea that, um, uh, you know, the um, Caesar's name is in the coin, where is your God, that kind of stuff. Okay, let's look around. Any other paintings that catch your eye? I kind of like this one with the red dress. Oh, yes. It's very, it's Mm. very nice. I like it. So, it's, um... It is cool. Portrait of Lily of a lady. La Siobona. So. The sister. Once again, you know, very similar to the um, uh, Artemisia one. She's looking straight at us, isn't she? Very bold. Very bold. Yeah, exactly. Strong. And she's she also has this um, this lovely relief, which is very similar to the stuff that we saw from Donatello, isn't it? Where it's kind of a, it's a relief in marble. Oh yes. Mm. So it seems like it's the same person. 
It's certainly the same double chin. <laughs> what else do we notice about her? I like the white fabric and also the, the translucent fabric over her shoulder. And in her Where you can see the folds of the red under it. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Now, once again, it's a podcast, so you have to describe it. Yeah. You can't just sit here and go, wow. Yeah, yeah. Um, the jewelry is very elegant. Mm. She's wearing, it's very simple, but very elegant. Okay. Yeah. And she looks like she's wearing a lot of very expensive clothing, doesn't she? Yeah, very yeah. expensive materials. Mm. So. Um, and she's holding a marble painting. Well, marble, what was it? A relief. Relief. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Should I choose one more? Um, okay. Which one Which should one? we do? This one. Okay. So. This, this is called the Bacchus. Bacchus and, and Aranae. So Again, he loses a lot of blue in this. Yes, he does. There's a lot of blue, especially that gorgeous, vibrant blue with the fabric. Yeah. So, Bacchus is the god of wine. And so, which one, which one do you think Bacchus is? Either this cherubic guy, or the guy with the hairy legs and all of the vine leaves in his head. Oh, yeah. And he's swinging around a, a yeah. leg of some sort of animal. Oh, my. Oh, yes. Look at that. And then these, oh. and these people are playing instruments, and so it's like a procession. Wow. This, this young boy mm-hmm. with oh, he's got a animal legs as well. is taking a car. Head. Yeah. Oh, there's a puppy. That's a cute puppy. He's barking. Okay. So what what else do we notice about the blues? They're very. They they make you look at things. Yes. They draw they draw your eye, don't they? Yeah. But oh, there's dolphins in the sea. Are there? Yeah. Closer. Come on. Yeah. Oh yeah. Dolphins out on the or is that a ship? I can't tell. Hmm. I think they're dolphins. Okay. And then, let's see, so Bacchus offers himself as her husband and the sky as a wedding gift. He'd make his place amongst the constellations. And look, up there, there's a constellation. It's a circle. Wow. What else do we notice? Look at the depth and the kind of fantastical landscape in the distance. Isn't that wild? Yes. And then, what's this guy surrounded by? Snakes? Snakes, wow. This is a wild painting. Yeah. Okay. So, um, oh look, there's even a rose down at the f- That's in the not foreground. A rose. I think it is. No. Maybe not. No. And then you've got uh, irises over there and bluebells. Yeah. Wow, look at all the detail. So. And then there's the church in the background. Oh, that's right. Which it seems a bit out of place in a Greek myth. Yeah. Or Roman. Greek or Roman? I think it's Greek. Mm, I think Bacchus was Roman. Oh. No, it's Greek, I told you. This oh, is Greek. There you the go, Greek the Greek princess, princess. Told you. Has been searching the horizon for Theus, 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 the lover who abandoned her. Oh, so this is the princess, and she's looking out, and so that must be a boat. So she's looking out to sea. No, she's saying about the, the sky. Ah, I see, I see. Okay. And what is he pointing at? The guy who's kind of leaping at her. Looks like he's going to take a big tumble, doesn't he? 
Looks like she's, he's trying to push her off the cliff. Yeah, and look, two leopards as well. Or a cheetahs. fat sleeping guy on the donkey. A fat sleeping guy on the donkey, where's this? Oh back. yeah, that must be Bacchus. That's Bacchus. Bacchus is the fat guy on the donkey. That's funny. Yeah. He's a fat guy, he's very fat. He's sleeping, even though there's somebody blowing a big horn right next to his head, and he's passed out. <laughs> That's what happens when you're God of Wine. Okay. All right. So, what do we think about Titian? Um, he's very. He he he. Oh, I don't know what you, how mm. to say it. He uses lots of myths and legends yeah. about like. There's always a story behind it. There's always a story. Interesting. Okay. And he also looks like he's done a lot of portraits of his patrons. Yeah. Okay. Well, um, let's, do, let's do a little bit more exploring of the National. And, uh, and then we've got one more stop. Right? Yes. Okay. Okay. Um, I don't know what to say. Oh, well, where are we? We're on the tube. Okay, and where are we going? We're going to... St. Peter's Church, yes. Chapel. Chapel, near... Um, Tower of London. Yes, and where, why? Because Tom Moore... Yeah. Tom was Moore, like you're, he's your mate now. Sir Thomas Sir Moore. Thomas Moore was, was. Um, executed there, and then his body, not his head, his head's in Canterbury, his body was buried at St. Peter's Chapel. Yes, excellent. And his body, or his head's in Canterbury, they think. Yes. They think. Initially, they put it on a pike on the bridge. Ew. <laughs> so much blood in the so ocean. So, we're going to go and check that out. Okay, cool. What? Uh, we're standing on his We're blood. standing on his what? On his blood. No, we're not. Yeah. Well, okay, so where are we? We're at Thomas More's... No, we are... We're scaffolding? At, well, scaffolding. The scaffolding was put up every time that someone was going to die. And so the Tower Hill outside of a tower, um, uh, the Tower of London is where these executions were held. And so this is the site of ancient scaffold and where 125 people were killed and some of them were martyrs. So they had, they, their cause was right, but they, they, because they wronged the king or country, they were killed here. And so what do we have here is Sir Thomas More in 1535. Yes, and so we were talking about this on the train ride over, where uh, his trial was held at the Tower of London, and uh, remember what he? How did he deal with his questions? He didn't answer them. Yes, so unless he actually made an acclamation against the king, he couldn't be found guilty. So he just didn't talk, <laughs> which was quite clever, and he was almost but, found, but because the jury were like didn't want to get beheaded. Because yes. the king would tell them off. Instead, they just found him guilty, so they wouldn't get. They wouldn't get in trouble, so they out. found him guilty very quickly, and then five days later, he was executed right here. So where we're standing. Which where is we're standing. Absolutely disgusting. And remember the other little fact: he said his beard was innocent. So he cut it off. No, he didn't cut it well, off. He, he moved, moved it. it out of the way. So when they had cut his head off, his beard wasn't harmed. Exactly. So now we've got to go find Sir Thomas More's. Grave. His grave where his, his headless grave. His headless grave. Okay, let's go. Ew. Oh. Heebie jeebies. 
So we are outside the Tower of London because we can't go in. Yeah, and the chapel or the chapel of St. Peter's Church. Well, it's, it's St. Peter ad Vincula. Vincula chapel. Yes. We can't go in and it's inside the chapel. The chapel's yeah. inside the Tower of London. Yeah. yeah. So, so uh, his grave's inside the Tower of London. Yes, but initially he was Go just... Go him! A, well, I mean, he was executed by the tower, and then he was just put in the tower. And so when you th- go back to what we saw, talked about in Chelsea, this used to be London. And then there was the, ta- the, vi- the village of Westminster, and then even further along there was the village of Chelsea. And so this was London proper, and so this is where he was tried and executed and then buried, and his head... Well, he wasn't really tried because he didn't answer any of the questions. Well, yes, but there was a there was a trial, but it was a it was you know a show trial. Yeah. They had to because he was a very powerful man and very respected. So. Yeah. Oh, um, did you know that the head, like the person who chopped off his head, said, "Sorry, I don't want to do this." Yeah. Whilst he was chopping his head off. Well, just before. And yeah. Then, and, and then. Um, so please, uh, and he asked for his, um, um, for him to like. Apologize in a way. Like no forgiveness. He asked first Sir Thomas More's forgiveness, and he gave it to him. Yes, he stood up because he knew it wasn't his fault. Yes, so reportedly he begged his pardon, and then More rose up merrily, kissed him, and gave him forgiveness. No, I feel really bad for the people that chop off heads because, like, they get like cursed by all these family members. Yeah, and stuff. So. Um, there are some relics, so he was eventually he became a saint in the Catholic Church, and so there are relics. All saints have relics. Cool. And so, uh, one of the relics is um, the shirt that uh, he, um, his hair shirt, uh, which I don't know what that is. Um, I suppose that's what's the garment that was worn next to his body when he was killed, and. Uh, it's suggested that that's in Buckfastly in Devon. So he is all over. All over the place. His head's in Canterbury, his body's somewhere inside the Tower of London, and his shirt is in Devon. The that's man's a mess. That's weird. That is weird. So we and had, his blood is yeah. with 125 other people's. Yes, on, on Tower Hill. And <laughs> we just stood on that. Well. My feet feel diseased. <laughs> so... Uh, now it's time, I think, for a coffee, yeah. and then we'll head home, and maybe we we'll do a bit of a recap as to what we've learned and, and uh, learned about today. Yeah. All right. Do we have to thank everybody for listening yet, or do you think we want to wait to do that to the end? Let's wait. Yeah? Okay. Bye. Bye. We're back at home after a long, tired day at no. in London. Not at work. Yeah. It was in, fun. in London. Yeah. Um, we learned about five wonderful people and we went to five very different places yeah that's true um the first person we learned about was thomas more sir sir thomas more or saint thomas more i guess yes Mm, okay he was a professor a philosopher um a speaker a politician he was a friend of the king initially yeah and then he didn't turn up to his wedding. Oh, <gasps> the big insult. And lost his... Head. Amongst other things. So, 
he was fascinating and one of the premier thinkers in uh, premier thinkers that's a ridiculous thing to say one of the one of the original thinkers of the London Renaissance but most of the Renaissance didn't happen in London did it no they mostly happened in Rome Italy yes and so the... <laughs> that was the main destination or or location for the rest of the people that we learned about and so next was Galileo Galilei, Galilei. yes and what and do we think about that his telescope was very interesting but he must have great eyesight I must say or very or he was very patient we yeah. looked at his sunspot drawings Yes. And he tracked it how how they changed. And he is way smarter than everyone else. Like the church, he was one of, I think, one of the first people to to identify that the, the sun was in the middle of the universe. Well, not in the, in the solar system. In the solar system, and that was very fascinating. And then next was Donatello. Do you remember what his real name was? I can't say it. No, nor I can't remember it either. So, and, and Donatello, he, he created new techniques. Like, what was it called? The squashed... Just squashed relief. I think the squashed relief. There we go. Yeah. Yes. And we enjoyed his work and the, uh, the fascinating sculpture. What else did you enjoy about Donatello and the v &A? It was different. Mm. Different how? He didn't use paint. He used... He used the materials, didn't he? Yeah. The materials themselves. And he, he carved things. Yeah. yeah. It was a, it was fascinating to see that. And then off to the National Gallery for two... He was more of a sculptor. Yeah, less. he was a sculptor. Yeah, he yeah. wasn't a painter. No. Yeah. Or at least not the exhibit that we saw. No. I'm, I'm sure he did some paintings and maybe some sketches. Well, he did do paint some of the models. Yeah, did. that's true. That's true. Like some of the sculptures. Yeah. Because some of the ones with the... Um, Mary and Jesus. Yes, were painted. Yes. Okay. And then the two amazing painters at the National. Oh, yes. Those were wonderful. And so Titian was on your homework. And what, and Titian was a lot of fun. He was very Yeah, and the, the blues and the crazy paintings with the drunk uh, yeah. god of wine and... Uh, Fat people. And the fat people. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And then uh, a surprise entrance that you researched because you wanted to find a woman from the Renaissance. Don't Artemisia. Uh, Venice. Yeah, mm, no. Venice? Mm. Mm. Um. <laughs> <laughs> and she had that amazing picture of her as St. Catherine. Yes. And also the one of her slaughtering the man. Holofernes. Yes. Judas killing of Holofernes. Yeah, but very that, gruesome. That the man, mm. which I found was very interesting, was um, he painted the face. She painted the face as her arch nemesis. Well, yeah, that's one way to describe somebody who, who assaulted you. And then our last stop was Ooh, the most gruesome. We stood on so many things. Yeah, well, so Tower Hill, where they had killed all of those people, political... My political poor, prisoners? Poor yes, well. Yeah. Hmm. They weren't all meant to be there. It was mostly because of Henry VIII and people like the court having not wanted to get their head ch chopped off because of the kings and stuff. Yeah. But, um, you know, in two, two slight disappointments, we couldn't get into the, the old Chelsea church yeah, or sad. Chelsea Old Church because of the funeral. 
And then we couldn't go see where Sir Thomas More was buried because it's in the middle of the Tower of London. But all in all, quite a day. Yeah. But a lot of what we saw, though it was about the Renaissance, it wasn't the Renaissance in London, except it, it was it more was the in, Renaissance that came to London, yes. whether it was acquired by uh, rich people later on or uh, the National Gallery at different points. Anyway, what fun. So this was the first episode of Helena's podcast. List. Helena's history podcast. Yes. Or is this going to be a multi-subject podcast? I don't know. Mm, well. Next time. Next time. Now, well, what do we have to do? We have to thank people for. Thank listen- you, thank you very much. I know I'm amazing. No, you're supposed to thank them for listening. Hey, hey. Thank. Thank you for listening. Thank you for listening, and be sure. Do we have sponsors for this? I'm kind of your sponsor. So shouldn't you thank me for sponsoring this? Thank you, Daddy, for sponsoring this. And buy me... A hot chocolate! There you go. Winner, winner. All right. Thank you. Bye-bye.